Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Evil Man Satan. Well, Chris, it's uh, it's great to have you back because last week uh, you missed the episode, and let me tell you, I did the intro and it completely screwed Mike and I up for about ten minutes. No, no I listened we, to yeah, it. Threw us off. It was great. Uh, I felt like. Uh, unbalanced, like you know, when people have vertigo and they feel like they're falling over. Yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah, vertigo. we both pissed our pants yeah. nice. during Great the record. Film. I was mad at you, James. Did you? Did you have pee pants? I did, because it's just without you here. It's just. Did it stink? Yeah, a little bit. Well, if it stinks today, it's because uh, I, I'm glad to be back with you guys in person in the flesh. But I haven't showered in two days. You haven't showered in two days? No. So if it stinks, it's my butt, it's my armpits, any of the crevices. They probably stink right Can now. Can I ask, why have you not showered in two days? Um, I was going to shower. To, I didn't shower yesterday because I was busy. And then I was going to shower today. But we had a uh, big uh, Russian gentleman in our traipsing through our house uh, getting rid of a lead pipe. Oh, now, so you didn't shower. So your shower's not working because he's working on the. Uh, but 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 it was fixed by the time I was leaving. But oh, I didn't have okay. time. Okay, okay. So, I know showers don't take that long, but whatever. I just how, didn't have. Are time. you a shower every day kind of guy in normal? No, times? I'm kind of a scuzz bag, but I do like reading poetry in the bathtub. Mike, do you shower every day? Yes, at least once. At least once. What are you trying to scrub away? Well, uh, the memories and the guilt. But there's. So especially if I go to the gym, I will of course shower. After that, I'm not disgusting. Oh, you know? I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wash those sweaty balls. Yeah, you, you can find me in most of the gyms in Toronto, washing my balls most of the time. <laughs> Yo, what's up, everyone? It's Mike Belazzo. Yo, check this out. You can always find me in the gym washing my sweaty balls. <laughs> And I have a chamois cloth dedicated just to polishing them. And, oh, wow. Oh, ShamWow. Yeah, ShamWow. Hmm. Yeah. Remember our friend was in the commercial for ShamWow? Yes. Yes. We Nick Flanagan. Yeah, he was in the... Uh, the sh- was it the ShamWow? The Shticky? The Shticky. The Shticky. Sorry, the, the ShamWow man made the Shticky. Yes. yes. And Nick was in it. And, and there's the ShamWow. Nick's part was, he goes, Hi, neighbor. And then uh, they throw a Shticky near his face. And uh, the guy goes... Get rid of unwanted guests. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Imagine inventing both the Shamwell it and the Shticky. It seems a bit weird. The guy who... Like, he's Thomas Edison for, yeah. our, for our generation. You're right. Did you... You know what? Actually, I'm not even kidding. The guy who invented the Shamwell and the Shticky could be an evil man. I think he did some shady stuff. Oh, shit. And he also had his nose bitten off by a sex worker in Miami. Oh, my God. Ooh, that yeah, sounds man, like man. something that happened to Chris Farley in Dirty Work. <laughs> Hey, Nick Flanagan, if you're listening, do you know this about your close buddy, the Shticky guy? What's his name? Vince uh, something. Maybe he could be another episode. That's actually a really fun one. Oh, my God. We could have Nick on. Nick's also a funny comedian, everybody, and great punk rock vocalist. Absolutely. He's been on the best show. He's been on the best show. Yeah. Tom Sharpling loves his old band, Brutal Nights. Damn. And uh, yeah, Wrong Hole is a fun band. Wrong Hole current band. Yeah. For Nick. So don't even look for him in the shticky ad. Look for him for his comedy and his music. Uh, Vince Shlomi is the. Uh... No, you Shlomi. Oh, okay. Vince Shlomi. Shlomi now. Going back to uh, showers. I got oh, one yeah. more yes, question. Please, yes, I got please. one more question. All how often, how often do you bathe, though? Because you're Mr. I shower once, you a day. Okay. once a day. Um, do, do you, you have rose petals in the bathtub? Like no. Madonna? Not really. Mm. Do you wash your hair every day? 
No. Really? No. Okay, how often? Like once a week. I think you're not once supposed to do it more than that. When I was a kid, I would do it every day, but then haven't you read the articles and heard the, the word of mouth that you shouldn't do it? You shampoo your no, hair every I, day? No, I know other people who don't do it, but you seem I don't like do a it. daily I'm a bald guy, but I, don't, I still don't do it. How often do you sh- shampoo your hair? Mm, like once a year. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> it is. Really? Why would I? I don't know. Clean it? I don't know. I put soap on my head sometimes. I'm bald, man. <laughs> well, you got a lot of hair still. So you think it's gross now? No, I don't I don't think it's gross. Girls love it. I believe you. Wait, but you shampoo Why your hair? Why is Mike laughing so much? I don't know. I can't He answer. just told me shampoo was bad. Well, I can't speak for Mike. When you said I put soap on my head, that was very funny. <laughs> I put soap on my head. So what? <laughs> You got soap on your head. You big, big discred. <laughs> but James, yeah. do you shampoo every day? Sometimes, yeah. The truth is, my hair is really fine, and it do you looks... shampoo your pubes. Um, I rub. If I got a little extra shampoo in my hands, I'll throw it around down there. Oh, I'll throw them some scraps. What about you, Mike? Do you shampoo your pubes? No, but I mean, some of the shampoo inevitably runs down there, and it, oh. it sort of that counts. My trickle down shampoo nomics. Yeah. Oh, Reagan. My the answer to why I shampoo every day is my hair is really fine, and yeah. if I don't shampoo, it just looks oily and gross. So yeah, like, but then you pass that I guess part that phase. It's true. And I, then I it believe gets, you. And then it looks good, and it becomes silky soft. I mean, I guess I should try. That's but what people don't know. I use the products are actually they're bullshit. It's yeah. all fucking bullshit. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you sound like a conspiracy guy, but I know you are true. You are right. I am true. You are true. I'm true and steady. I would love for you not to sh- shampoo or hell shower for a month. Oh, oh dude. You look like that guy that emerges from behind the dumpster in uh, Mulholland Drive. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone here get that reference? No. No, I have no, seen it, Mike? but not for a long time. It's a long time ago, but yeah. 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 It's good. Okay. I got, Dirty person. Scary. I got one more question for the shower quiz. Jesus Christ. How often do you wash your towel? Oh, that I do often. I'm. You guys are. I'm not a pig man. I'm actually pretty clean. There's no judgment in my questions. It's yeah. purely just. Yeah. Curious. I, I was listening. To I a, switch up the towels often. I was listening to a podcast, and these guys were talking about this, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I, I throw my towel in the laundry after I use it once." I'm like, "That's fucking well, crazy." Well, no, you don't have to go that crazy. That's what I'm what saying. They, yeah, billionaires. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if you have your own laundry. I think there are guys that have shitty asses even after the fucking shower. Right. Right. Okay. I well, do it well, I've got some once info. a week, I guess. That's about me, too. Yeah. How often does Jeff Bezos cha- uh, switch up his towel? That's a good... He probably has a... It's probably a fresh one every single... It's like in a hotel. Yeah. Fresh one every time. Yeah, it's yeah. probably a digital towel as well. You know what I mean? Do you think he hangs his towel back up even? Mm, no. Yeah. I would love to see a day of his life. Yeah. I'd love to see him naked getting out of the shower and seeing yeah, him wa- dry himself off and then what he does with the towel. I bet I would he's had to... his dick extended. I'm not even kidding. Really? I read an article yeah. that all these or a tweet. All these uh, billionaires have like extended their height over COVID. Did you see that? Like several nice. billionaires supposedly have gone through a procedure to make themselves taller? I've heard about that procedure and apparently it like they break your bones, insert yeah. like a rod 
between the mm-hmm. broken bones, and then it takes like six months to heal. But then for the rest of your life, you like walk with a cane and could have a, like a blood clot at any moment. <laughs> That's awesome. It. And it hurts all the time. Yeah, but you're tall, dude. You're gonna you're get all the chicks. Slightly taller. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane well i got i got my dick cut in half and then they you put did. a metal rod in it okay. and then where the skin wasn't around the rod they put clay okay and so my dick is skin clay and a rod and then skin again <laughs> okay cool. but it's the longest what wang you- but i can't get a boner now yeah but it's the longest wang and i'm such a dude well that's all and that matters yeah, yeah so like yeah if i walk around nude all the time so you can see it hanging down but but it's better if you see a silhouette than if you see it with lights on. Right, right. Has anybody complimented you on your new long wing? No. Okay. They now, really anyone who's seen it really doesn't like it. Okay. It wasn't worth it. But it's long and I'm proud of that. Are there rumors that Billy The other day I went into Canadian Tire and I got a tape measure and measured it and then I left. And I was proud. Good for you. It was five inches. Well, you know, and this is true, there was a study, a worldwide study, yeah. and I believe, and I'm not kidding here, folks, I believe... James is the only one of the three of us with a university say, degree, oh, so you have to you trust bring that up a lot. I went to university. But James has a degree, so what he says goes... I well, again, I never bring this up, and Mike does <laughs> about once a month. Uh, the average length of an erect male penis, 5.14 inches across the world. That's what unites humanity. And that's yeah. why people in Ukraine, Russia, Somalia, what did you just say? Ireland should put down their guns <laughs> and join hands in peace. But you know what's a weird thing when you're born is yeah. being born, being born yeah. your dick is not big at all. And then the doctor does, has to do this weird thing with their mouth where they pull, pull it out and stretch it out with their teeth wrapped around it. What? You know how the doctors have to do that when you're born with a new baby? <laughs> I don't think they that's... stretch out the penis with their teeth. Yeah, that might be a Toronto thing because you were born in Toronto. Yeah, right? maybe that's an Etobicoke. Toronto thing. Woman's Hospital. I was born in. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, maybe that's that's specific... also where I got my vasectomy. Huh. Full circle. Wow. And they also bit that off, right? When yeah, when... the doctor ripped into my scrotum with his sharp fangs. <laughs> I realized how uncomfortable that might have made some listeners. <laughs> a doctor putting his mouth around a baby's penis. <laughs> Let's cut that out. Anyway, well, it's Halloween month, so it's, it's Halloween it's month. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, Halloween, Thanksgiving, the two scary Canadian holidays. Canadian Thanksgiving. That's right. That's right. Every Thanksgiving, uh, my dad, of course, is a big turkey guy. He's the one that always has to cut off the turkey's dick first. <laughs> <laughs> that would be horrible. Imagine. If a big roast turkey on the table had the, you could see the wings, you can see the legs, the and wings and the wings, huge, great Dane sized dick. Yeah, and this and like, <laughs> like pink, like a oh, white guy's God. dick. <laughs> oh. That'd be so funny if, um, like, you're every year at Thanksgiving, <laughs> you growing up thought that the turkey had a human like dick, but really it was your dad pulling a prank, getting a dick from a mortuary and putting it under the turkey <laughs> every Thanksgiving. A dick from a mortuary, or like, where would you get a severed human dick? A, 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 a mor- oh, your dick, was, your dad was a, 
serial killer like Jeffrey Dahmer who cut off dicks, but mostly for the not just for the bloodlust, but for the gag of making a Thanksgiving turkey look like it has a dick. <laughs> You know, okay, we could cut all that out. Know. It's okay. It is it's okay. funny though because you know you do imagine this sort of dog dick you see with a dog walking around. I don't imagine and, and, that very often. But I'm just saying, if you imagine placing that onto other animals, it's yeah. really shocking. Imagine a pigeon with a big dick like that. <laughs> imagine a duck. Imagine a turkey. Imagine a. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You go. You go. Dad, is that really the turkey's dick? And you, and the dad goes. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> and then the doorbell rings, and it's someone from the mortuary. <laughs> but I mean, wouldn't you find an, an old dead dick in a mortuary? Am I wrong about that? Probably would. Is it so? What's the difference between a mortuary and a is a mortuary a cemetery or is it a place where bodies are like stored in cold storage? I, that's what I feel. Googling that's it. That's what I feel. A mortuary is a rumor building in which dead bodies are kept. For hygienic storage or yes. for examination. So why were you laughing so much? Do I hit mind? the nail on the head. Because the word mortuary made me think of like Bram Stoker or like Victorian Gothic right. horror, but um, that's right. not what it is. Well, maybe they're not. Maybe there's a cool modern hip name now. I want to apologize when you said that the father like would go to a mortuary bin. and steal a penis to attach to the turkey for Thanksgiving. <laughs> you were bang on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What the hell? Of course. Chris, you just spent a month in Prince Edward Island, Canada. What was that like? What's PEI like? PEI is this crazy province in Canada that's all basically like Ontario cottage country. And less so. It's crazy. It's like this fantasy land that goes to bed at 9 p.m. The stars are out every night. They don't have bear, deer, or moose. They've got little critters like foxes, skunks, and raccoons. But Torontonians, the skunks and raccoons are actually regular size and foxes. They're not like, you know, bloated New York fries, poutine eating <laughs> raccoons. They're like so they're how healthier? You, like the Green Forest cartoon drawings of animals. That's what they actually look like. Yeah, they're healthier. They eat like real food. Look, honey, a healthy skunk. It's sort <laughs> of like a, a province that's a whole gnome village. It's really mm. bizarre, but really beautiful too. And the ocean is surrounding it, obviously. It's so small. I've driven to it once <clears throat> over that bridge. Yeah. And you can drive across the width in like two hours. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, apparently it's an average width, too. <laughs> Can I ask? Yeah. What's the Wi-Fi like out there? Oh, now that's a good question. Honestly, I had no Wi-Fi problems the whole time. Holy shit. Impressive. It's, so it's not like cottage country in that sense. Right. Yeah. So wow. they got regular healthy critters. Yeah. Perfect Wi-Fi. Yeah. Chill vibes. Everybody says yeah. people in the Maritimes are very friendly. Did you find that? Yes. I actually believe that. I do too. Sometimes when you're in Toronto and you're an artist comedian growing up in Toronto, you get stressed a little bit, I will be honest, about CBC and places like that always creating Maritimer content. Yep. You're like, what the hell? But then when you're out there, you're like, I totally get it. It's its own culture and it's for real a culture. Whereas Toronto is sort of ambiguous and it doesn't have a really... 
you know, it doesn't have a great vibe per se. It's just business for the most part. Like Maritimers, uh, you know, I've been uh, my, half my family comes from New Brunswick. I I get it. I've been in St. John's, Newfoundland a lot. I love it out there in Halifax. I think that i really get it now it's a more fun culture people are silly they're like you know they live slower it's it's nice out there but then i will recently, say recently though god took his wrath out on pei well he punished them for being so simple yes that's or the maybe thing. being silly like we don't yeah. know if god likes silly yeah. billies god don't like silly yeah we don't know because there was a hur- the, hur- the uh, hurricane there was a hurricane hit. and you know what uh, a lot of the locations we filmed at for this movie are freaking gone or destroyed. That's crazy. It's so bizarre. So this, and that was a week after we wrapped. So when this movie comes out, it's going to be like a, like an archive, f- video of footage of places that don't exist anymore, uh, uh, doubling on top of like being yeah. the movie. It's crazy. Do you show your ass in the movie? Um, close to it. I'm in my boxers. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can see some shit, dude. You okay. can see my hairy shoulders. Okay. Oh yeah, all kinds of stuff. Is it true that you get shoulder pay for like <laughs> as an actor when you, you have to show your shoulders in a movie, you get some extra like bonus money? Uh yeah, I got like stunt pay for showing my shoulders uh and having them roll around, yeah, in a wow. bed. Congrats. <laughs> I got stunt pay for eating a bucket of clam chowder. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, what was the seafood situation? It must be Fresh as a daisy out there. So I ate at Richards to all the PI heads out there, and I got a thirty dollar uh, lobster roll, and it was the yeah, definitely like all the best lobster roll I've had in my life. And Richards is down by a cove that was definitely we filmed in a shack there that basically washed out into the sea. So I hope Richards is still doing okay, but Whoa. I think they got rocked pretty hard. And then just up. The street from there is a golf uh, club that we filmed at, and I went to the driving range with with the director Jeremy Larder, and it burnt to the freaking ground, man, because of the flood during the hurricane. Electrical went haywire, and uh, Jeez. it's fucking water, crazy, fire, dude. wind. Yeah, you just need some earth. Yeah, yeah, you got the four elements. I was gonna say it reminds me of a funky band, but this is decidedly yeah. not a funky situation. Yeah, earth, wind, fire, and then every now and then water would show up, like how Neil Young would show up sometimes with Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah, the the movie's called Who's Your Father? I think it'll be out maybe in the spring or something, and it stars me and Sue Kent from 22 Minutes and Trailer Park Boys. Nice. And uh, yeah, she's amazing. We busted our ass and worked hard, played hard, laughed hard. It was really great. Yeah, that's exciting. I can't wait to, to see it, and... I'm also excited because this is somewhat of a reunion for the three of us. We haven't been in the same room f- for recording for like eight weeks. Yeah, like I was there making a movie, but you guys were all over the freaking five, place. Five or six weeks at least. Yeah, but we, we right. stored up a bunch of episodes. Yeah. The listeners don't even know. But we stored up a bunch of episodes. Secretly. Yeah. And yeah, we haven't been in the same room in a long time. Chris looks a little... I was saying to Chris, he looks different. He's tanned yeah. as hell. Uh, skinny. Mm-hmm. Thick, what? bushy mustache. Thick ass mustache. Yeah. Wild long hair. Yeah. You look great. On the sides. On the mm-hmm. sides. Mm-hmm. That's true in the back. Yeah. Um, yeah, chicks dig the long hair. Yeah. It's all good. Whoa, are chicks, are chicks <clears throat> coming up to you? and? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Chicks and gay guys love it. Awesome. I'm happy. And then uh, <laughs> and on Run the Burbs in the makeup trailer, 
makeup and hair ladies are 60 years old and they giggle every time i come in and they play with my mustache so you're you're basically in your hot zone (laughs) i think i hit it 44 44 and and uh Mm -hmm. people just want to jump your bones yeah but you went you traveled all over the world and you look the same i know what happened i don't know I don't know. I, I guess I do look the same. Mike, you look you the had, same. Well, thank you. You had a bit of a tan when you got back. Yeah. Uh, recently. Um, but I didn't like get a, Chris. I didn't have a tan when I got back from uh, Scotland. Do you tan? I do. I, I, I get a bit more... Uh, I start to look like the Hungarian side of my family. Okay. Bit, uh, we all look like yeah. pale, starving, sick ETs <laughs> come January and February, though. Mm-hmm. So we got to lap it up now. Lap it up. Soak it in. Suck it down. Lap it up. <laughs> what do you think? Should we? No, tell me it. where you guys went. Oh, okay. If you want. Sure. Where did you guys go? What the hell? We, I was in PEI, but where the hell were you guys? We, we went over it a little bit in detail last week, but we oh, can briefly uh, summarize it. Mr. Hartnett? Yeah, I was in Portugal and Ireland. The, the two... <laughs> two <Countries>. best friends <laughs> of countries. <laughs> yeah, the two countries you always put together. Yeah, I was in Portugal for three days. I was in Ireland. Did you go to Lisbon? No, I went okay. to Porto. Okay, how was it? It was really cool. Uh, you know, amazing food. I drank too much. It was great. And then mm-hmm. Ireland it was great. I drank too much. But amazing food. <laughs> amazing food. Both were really cool. I love Guinness. You said? Yeah. Guinness is great, but check this out, Chris. Mm-hmm. James, what part of a cow did you eat when you were in Ireland? Oh, that's right. The dick. No. I ate, I did have cow tongue. Nice. You know? How I, was it? It was good. Kind of tastes like roast beef. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fucked up. What was up. the other thing I said, Mike? Oh, yeah. Over there, they have blood pudding. You know, I had a bunch of that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> that's historical foods. Hell, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like when you eat it, you're like, damn, I'm eating stuff from th- thousands of years ago. That was being eaten. Yeah, you get the sense that some Irish peasants lived in that spot and ate some blood, you know what I mean? And yeah. And now I am. That's awesome. Yeah, because like when yeah. you're in Toronto and you eat like a President's Choice uh, triple berry granola bar, you don't get the it's same not feeling the same from Loblaws. You, you know, know what I mean? Like the swell of pride that like <laughs> I'm, I'm carrying on the tradition of my ancestors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. I'm carrying on yeah. the tradition that uh, of my, my daughters ate earlier today. <laughs> Now, when you're eating this ancestral food, uh-huh. were you also, though, you know, it's food from thousands of years ago, were you also tip-tap typing on your smartphone and Googling this and that and looking up CDs and lasers and stuff like that? Yeah, that's that's a good point. It's so hard to get away. And I was still looking at my phone. I was mm, on my computer. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, now, Mike, you were in... We, we we did talk about this last yeah. week, but oh, you were in Scotland, sorry. not too no. far from where you were in That's Ireland. So cool. Yeah, just That's across really the cool. water. Yeah, yeah. Edinburgh yeah. went there, ate some probably the worst pizza I've ever had in my life. What was on it? It was just a chicken, a simple chicken uh, topping pizza with like onions and maybe tomatoes as well. Weird. Not, not very good. I'm sorry to hear. That. Scotland doesn't make good pizza, eh? Yeah, we've been misled by years of... Then what was all that Braveheart shit about? (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Where William Wallace is, you know, rolling the dough and he flips it up in the air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) William, we've got another order for another pepperoni. You got it. I wanted a party-sized pizza. 
Where was I ordered it an hour ago? Um, but yeah, Billy Connolly Re- as Re- pizza Re- customer. Remember in Braveheart at the beginning when um, Mel Gibson's about to wants to eat his own pizza, but the king comes and calls Casa Nostra. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He demands that he gets the yeah. pizza first. There's yeah, a law yeah. that the king can eat your pizza first. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, Mel kills him. I'll kill you, man. But <laughs> it's funny though. Hey, going- if you eat my pizza. I'm going Braveheart on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we fighting the English for the right to have stuffed crust pizza <laughs> like our ancestors did? Um, <laughs> they'll never take our pizza. <laughs> party, pizza party. And they're Wallace riding on horses down the hill. <laughs> party, like all chanting it. Party. party. Pizza, pizza party. party. <laughs> Painting their faces blue. Yeah. <laughs> but instead of blue, they paint red circles like pepperoni. Uh, <laughs> the British are like, we're going to fucking kill these guys. <laughs> we're fighting for Scotland and for yummy za. <laughs> P-R-Z-Z-A. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> well, before we get to our evil man, guys, we should mention that we have a Patreon account. You can find it at patreon.com slash evilmen. And if you go to that and sign up, you get two bonus episodes a month. And these aren't bullshit. People love them. I think they might be even funnier than the regulars, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. One guy left the Patreon. He didn't love them. They weren't meeting his standards. But, you know, usually no one ever says that. That was weird. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Now, I just want to... Uh, elaborate on what you said there. We have our Patreon account, and you can find it online. Yeah. And it makes me think of the people living in countries that have authoritarian regimes where the internet is blocked off to regular people. And I think it's sad that people in those countries can't donate to us on Patreon. But hopefully... Elon Musk's, what's it called? His Starlink satellite internet system? Mm, yep. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Maybe he can use that to allow people living in these awful, under these awful regimes to, uh, to support us on Patreon. You know what I mean? Well, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed because we love the support and people are going to love it. People love what we have to offer on there. And, you know, if you join our Patreon, you also get to join our Discord which is a big chat it's room. Sweet. Chris and I are in there. We're chatting with everybody. They're streaming stuff in there. It's a whole community. And uh, before we move on, we should also mention that we are doing a live episode October 28th at 9 p.m. at Comedy Bar in Toronto. Check it out, comedybar.ca, to buy your tickets. We sold out last time well in advance. So if you want tickets, I would definitely say get them now. And tickets are flying out of the coffin as we speak. Oh, right that's now. right, because it's a Halloween kind Halloween. of theme. Yes. So, yeah. you know, we're going to have to think of some real spooky stuff for that. Ep- oh, you okay, Chris? <laughs> <clears throat> and we're going to have some great, uh, we're going to announce our surprise guests very soon. And it's going to be a great night that's also scary. Yeah, check it out. October 28th, 9 p.m. Go fuck yourself. James, you're sitting in the speaking chair, and that means it's time for you to tell us who this week's evil man is. Well, guys, does the name Terry Bollea mean anything to you? No. Hmm. Terry Bollea sounds like a guy uh, who runs uh, the corner hardware shop, you know, in Brooklyn. You know what okay, I mean? I'm closing my eyes. Terry Bollea, Terry Bollea. Yeah, that guy charged me an extra 200 bucks for my carburetor. <laughs> how, it, ba- how about this song? Does this mean anything to you? 
I am a real American. No. Fight for the... Okay. I don't give a shit. Well, I know it. Who? That is the theme song of a very famous wrestler. That's huh? right. Hulk Hogan. Oh, dude. Did I you? didn't know yeah. that was Terry Bolano. <laughs> His real name is Terry Bolea. Hulk <laughs> Bolea. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't have the same ring, huh? You guys remember Hulk Hogan when you were young? Of course. I loved him when he ate in the... James, he was everywhere. He was. Yeah. I think I mentioned this in the... Vince McMahon Vince episode? Vince McMahon episode, but I was on an episode of Scare Tactics with his daughter, That's Brooke right. Hogan. Yeah. Was she nice to you? Yeah, totally. Oh, that's cool. Um, I, I watched wrestling in the late 80s, early 90s, and Hulk Hogan, I loved Hulk Hogan. His yeah. yellow shirt, his crazy blonde hair, you know, his <laughs> yeah. mustache. He's man. awesome. He's, well, he, wait until you hear He would rip his shirt details. off. Uh, that was one of his trademarks. And he would rip his shirt off, uh, not in a scary way, but yeah. in a fun way. Everybody oh. loved him, except his tailor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and his barber. Because <laughs> yeah, he kept true. doing probably steroids and losing... Losing hair sometimes. Yes, yes. Also, uh, synthetic slices of uh, cheese didn't like him for stealing their color. <laughs> okay, with, their, with his hair. Yeah, oh, and, and then skin. Craft singles. Yeah, craft yeah. yeah. yeah, single yeah. slices did not like having their color stolen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, can I just say one thing before you get yeah. into color yeah. yellow? Of course, because we're chill. Talk, talking about his last name, which I assume is Italian, possibly. Yep. Probably. So I remember once uh, years ago. He, Hulk Hogan was a guest on Regis and Kelly. Yep. The morning show. Oh. Before we lost Regis. And Regis uh, is dead? He fucking blew his brains out. And it was a uh, St. Patrick's Day episode. And Hulk Hogan was one of the guests. And they brought him out. Mm. And Regis was like, so, Hogan, Hulk Hogan, you're Irish here with us on St. Patrick's Day. Irish. The name Hogan is Irish. And Hulk Hogan, was just, he seemed exhausted. He was like... No, my real name's Balea. I'm Italian. <laughs> I actually have a little anecdote about that coming up. <laughs> Did so. Regis get upset? He was just like, oh, like like he'd never heard of someone changing their name in showbiz. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, his name's not wasn't re- originally Regis Philbin. Oh, really? No, it was uh, Hulk Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall I get into Mr. Balea's life? Yes, please. All righty. What you gonna do when Hartnet Mania runs yes. wild on you? Yes, I forgot he said that. Good one. So Terry Bolea was born in 1953 in Georgia. Very early in his life, though, Georgia. he moved to Tampa. Doesn't Tampa? Doesn't Hulk Hogan <laughs> read as guy from Tampa? Yeah, yeah. he yes. does, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Well, you know, as a boy, he was a pretty good baseball player, and he was actually scouted by the Yankees and the Reds. Uh, but he got an injury, so he gave up on, on the old ball game. Oh, oh, yeah. That happened to me, too, Hulk. Don't worry. <laughs> well, do you know what his injury was? Uh, no. So he was too injured to play baseball, but he was healthy enough to <laughs> be thrown around and throw other large men exactly. around. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, his attention shifted to wrestling. He idolized, do you remember this guy? He idolized the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. Remember that yes, guy? I do. He had that elbow pad and everything. That's sick. He was yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so Terry Bollea, he started going to Tampa wrestling matches. Tampa? <laughs> and uh, he got inspired by the inhuman look 
of a guy named Superstar Billy Graham. Gonna look it up. Yeah, if you Google, oh, I think I remember him. If you Google Superstar Billy Graham, he he does look just like Hulk Hogan ended up looking. Uh, sort of a similar look there. Um, so Mike, you might like this part. <clears throat> Terry was a musician. Oh. He spent a decade playing fretless bass guitar in several <laughs> Florida-based rock bands. He's so good that he didn't need frets. Yeah, specifically fretless. That's bass? what I read. Interesting. That's that's the kind of bass that makes all the best the frets music. show you where the notes are. So I mean, if you don't have that, that's very impressive. Wow. He really did <clears throat> take his look from superstar Billy Graham. <clears throat> but you know who else kind of probably did? Macho Man. A lot of the wrestlers seem to have a not too dissimilar vibe, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, they all came from Tampa. <laughs> it kind of feels like that. Tampa? Are, are there any, like, uh, were there records released where we could hear the fretless bass playing of, of Terry Bollea? Well, Mike, in 1976, Bollea formed a band called Ruckus. <laughs> and, Bring the motherfucking Ruckus! And they were pretty big in the Tampa Bay area. I did really? Google Ruckus YouTube... And I did find video of Hulk Hogan playing bass like later on, right. but I, I wasn't able to find it. But maybe you you will. That's cool. Uh, I'm gonna look it. It would up. be cool Ruckus, to hear this band Hulk Ruckus. Hogan. It would be very cool to hear Ruckus. Yeah. Um. So a lot of Florida wrestlers would hang out in bars that Ruckus played at, <laughs> and this included two guys called the Briscoe Brothers. And the Briscoe Brothers, they're they're watching Ruckus, right? And they see the bass player up there, and they go, "That guy's fucking huge!" Right? And they were impressed by his stature. He scared the frets off his bass. <laughs> He's so big. Yeah. So they asked Hogan, "Hey, do you want to try wrestling?" And Hogan was interested, so they got him into something called Championship Wrestling Florida. Hmm. Um. So Hogan made his debut in Fort Myers in 1977, and. Uh, his de- in his debut, he wore a mask and was called the Super Destroyer, okay. which is a character that other people have also played. Um, Hogan, eventually, he kind of got fed up with championship wrestling Florida, uh, and he went on hiatus and managed a gym in Cocoa Beach, Florida. Okay, so he's moving all over Florida. All over Florida, from Tampa to Cocoa Beach. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, and um, so Hogan... He's also like managing a nightclub or something. He's mm-hmm. managing this gym. And uh, Hogan's friend, Ed Leslie, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Oh, remember him? Yeah. They were so close. They were old friends. Nice, nice. And if you don't remember Brutus the Barber Beefcake, his whole wrestling character was that he was a barber. Yeah. And he'd cut your hair if he beat you. That Terry. would suck for me right now, as we said in the intro. because right, you have beautiful long, right long hair. I know. Um... So Brutus the Barber Beefcake Brutus. came to Cocoa Beach and like worked at this gym with Hogan. Yeah. That's sick. And eventually the Beefcake started looking good. Nice. And Hogan was impressed. And well, when was he called Beefcake before Well, or this after? is at this point he was just Ed Leslie. Good lord. <laughs> Ed Beefcake Leslie. Terry Bollea and Ed Leslie. Hey, <laughs> imagine these two guys hitting Florida bars, Tampa bars <laughs> trying to meet women. Can I propose something before we move forward? Of course. All three of us add in uh Quotes in the middle of our name, uh, Beefcake. James, James the, beef, the, beef, the Beefcake. The Beefcake, yeah. Hartnett. Michael, a Beefcake. Balazzo. Chris Cake. Wait, <laughs> I did it wrong. James, the Beefcake, Hartnett. Mike, a Beefcake, Balazzo. And Chris Cake, Lock. <laughs> Just Chris Cake. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks, 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 guys. 
So Terry Bollea and Ed Leslie are hanging out Balea. in Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> <Balea>. <laughs> <laughs> He's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Terry Bollea's like, hey, we should wrestle together and be tag team partners. Sick. So the two of them went to Alabama and they uh, they called themselves Terry and Ed Boulder. Jesus. The Boulder Christ. Brothers. Right? It sounds like they've got elephantitis of the nuts. It does make you think of their nuts. <laughs> we got big boulders. It'd be really funny. Like they walk into the ring with like basketballs in their shorts, kind of. Yeah. You know, their whole character <laughs> is they have giant Their finishing balls. move is to bounce <laughs> their balls on your forehead. <laughs> Here you comes just got- the boulders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so the Boulder brothers, you know, they get they pick up steam a bit. That's sweet. And uh they, they actually got interviewed on a Memphis TV show. Oh. And on that TV show, Terry Bollea sat next to Lou Ferrigno, the Hulk. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes. And supposedly someone on the show noticed that Hulk Hogan was even bigger than Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, it's like, you're the Hulk, Hence, not this guy. Bolea yeah. got the nickname the Hulk. Oh, no. And so he was known as Terry the Hulk Boulder. F- Lou Ferrigno must have been so pissed. I know. Well, the funny you know? thing is, if you do watch the 70s Incredible Hulk show, um, Lou Ferrigno's ch- kind of short. So it's almost like... <laughs> He's like a short Italian uh, mutant. Yeah. yeah. So it's like when Bruce Banner transforms into the Hulk, it's they like fudge monster. it. They have to fudge it. That's like, oh, he's kind of getting shorter, I think. <laughs> yes, he's stronger and he's green now, but he doesn't seem big. Huh. Let's see. I yeah. bet you the guy who played Bruce Banner was taller than him. Keep going. Sorry. All right. Jump in when you find it. Okay. Thanks. Sorry. No. Um, <clears throat> it's also sad to think because Lou Ferrigno, I, I believe, is hard of hearing, or he, he's, is he? He's partly deaf. Oh. It's sad to think that he never probably got to enjoy the music of Ruckus. Look out! It's the Incredible Hulk. What? <laughs> uh, look out! The Incredible Hulk's coming. What? <laughs> Am I coming now? <laughs> um, it is too bad that Lou Ferrigno probably never fully enjoyed Ruckus as much as he might have. Exactly. So, guys, it's 1979, mm. and um, our boy, Terry Bollea, was introduced... He's not our boy, but he's our subject. He's our subject, yes. Terry Bollea was introduced to Vince McMahon Sr., Vince McMahon's dad. And Vince McMahon Sr. was really impressed with Terry and was like, hey, you should join the WWF. Now, if you listen to our Vince McMahon episode, we get into it. But at the time, like wrestling was all broken up into regions, so it wasn't like national right. um, at the time. But anyway, so for Hogan to join the WWF, uh, Vince McMahon Sr. wanted to make Terry Bollea's character Irish. <laughs> it was just a whim he had to make him an Irish character. Well, he Vince McMahon was a visionary. Senior, yes. Senior was a visionary. He had the business acumen that few other people have. How do you make something go stratospheric? Irish character. Yes. And get this. So Vince McMahon Sr. was like, your last name should be Hogan. And he wanted him to dye his hair red. (laughs) Imagine Hulk Hogan with that bald spot and that straight hair. And it was red. That's like an alternate reality where there was a nuclear war in the Cold War or something. like The most tanned Irishman who ever walked the earth. And it's so funny, too, that he's Irish because like, Oh, yeah, when you think of Hulk Hogan, you always think all the <laughs> Irish stuff he did, you know? Like, like what on earth? Um, 
Anyway, so uh, yeah, um, Hogan was like, "I'm not going to dye my hair red, brother." Right. And instead, he said, uh, I'll be blonde Irish. So there you go. So he's a man who sticks to his principles, sticks to his guns. A- absolutely. And what guns he has. I'm so sorry, guys. That's Luke okay. Luke Rigno is Chris- like, was six, point f- six feet five. Okay. Oh, and Bill Bixby was like, not even that <laughs> close. He was well, like a foot okay. smaller, at least. Yeah. Chris was doing research there. Sorry, well, guys. Our apologies. No, okay. But I still family. heard you. And yes, I feel like if yeah. Hulk Hogan had red hair instead of yeah. straight blonde, single craft slices cheese hair, yeah. <laughs> he would actually look like Bozo the Clown. Yeah. <laughs> it would be funny if they played Hulk. up the Irish stuff more, too. I would love to be a wrestler called Hulk Bozo. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and now Hulk Hogan. When Irish eyes are smiling. Jim, hold you in the palm of his hand. And may you be in heaven in half an hour before the devil knows you're dead. What's that Oi punk song like from The Departed? Oh, yeah, yeah. Say whatever to Boston. Yeah. Shipping out to Boston. Oh, here comes Hogan's finishing move. He's opening a copy of James Joyce's The Ulysses and he's reading it. He's eating a cow's tongue. <laughs> and he's under the thumb of the Catholic Church <laughs> for centuries. So, uh, oh, he doesn't care about the death of the queen. <laughs> he's so Irish. <laughs> Uh, this Tampa man, Italian Tampa man, is very Irish. Here comes Hulk Hogan, and he's sharing memes of Killian Murphy not liking seeing <laughs> Prince Andrew. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> so Hulk, you know, he's wrestling in uh, the WWF. He goes to Japan, and he kind of makes a name for himself in J- Japan, where they called him Ichiban, which means number one. Well, I bet. Yeah. Um, so Hogan, uh, you know, he's getting more famous. He, he appeared in Rocky Three. Yes. He left WWF for a couple years. Uh, but then in 1983, Vince McMahon Jr. has taken over WWF. Right. And he has this goal to make the WWF the National Wrestling Federation or whatever, not That's just sweet. a region, you know, which was a crazy thing at the time like really uh, impactful in wrestling history. And Vince basically handpicked Hulk Hogan to be the showpiece attraction. You know, if, if Vince is going to make WWF this big national product, Hulk Hogan's going to be his star. He just kind of decided yeah. this. So he brought Hulk Hogan back in the fold. And uh, yeah, quite soon, Hulk Hogan defeated the Iron Sheik to become the WWF champ. He's getting famous. He's like a household name. Was this has there been the first WrestleMania then at this point like three eighty four? I think yes, like. I think so. And um, like you said, Mike Hulkamania, he calls his fans Hulkamaniacs. Yes, um, it was big. It was big. Hogan lots uh, of products. Yes, his like, vitamins. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Hogan had his three demandments. You could buy your own. Oh, sorry, no, no. Say the demandments. His demandments are training, saying prayers, and eating. Same vitamins. prayers. Yeah. yeah. So We're going to vitamins. We, our friend had Say the prayers, Hogan. little one. Eat your vitamin. <laughs> Read classic Irish literature. Uh, he, our, a friend of ours had uh, the Hulk Hogan uh, training kit rock thing? and workout that's, kit. That's what I was going to bring up. So it was yeah. like little weights. And you get your own little kids. Hulk 
a mania t-shirt right yes, that you can yeah, rip yeah. remember we, and it comes came with a cassette that he narrated he's like he was like the uh instructor for the workout and like twice me and my brother and his friend like got all in like our workout gear and did the hulk workout as kids. <laughs> yeah my friend yeah. brandon had that brandon okay yeah if i think 80s i feel like i think hulk hogan darth vader E.T. And like E.T. Bill Cosby. Michael Jackson. <laughs> Ronald, All cool guys. Ronald Reagan. Oh, yeah. Right. Damn, Coca-Cola. McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. The Pizza CIA Hut. introducing crack cocaine into America. Into America. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're right. Um, Operation Condor. Operation Dumbo Drop. <laughs> so, uh, like you guys said, Hogan, he comes into the ring. He, he ritualistically rips his shirt off. He flexes. Yeah, he yeah, listens really for cool. audience cheers. His, his body as oily as oily can be. Oily as hell. What Not I, hairy. I was fascinated Not as a hairy. kid by these tan, slick as a baby feels hairless men. And I, mm-hmm. I was like, how does a body look like this? Yeah. He was one of the wettest, most famous men on earth at that time. He yeah. Would, uh, of wet men, he's got to be number one. And he made so many other men wet. Very true. Um, so, uh, the majority of Hogan's matches during this time, cause he was like a hero. He mm-hmm. was like the good guy. All American. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. So he usually was wrestling heels, bad guys who had been booked as like unstoppable monsters. And, uh, the big matches were all kind of the same format. Mm-hmm. Hogan starts off strong, eventually loses momentum. He gets near defeat. The opponent does a finishing move. But then suddenly Hogan gets a second wind and fights back, feeding off the energy of the audience, becomes impervious to attack, and then wins. And this was described as hulking up. (laughs) But other wrestlers got kind of pissed off by Hogan's whole thing. Yeah, yeah, fuck him. He was viewed as being... I'd be mad too, honestly. Yeah? I would want to kill him. Well, he was viewed as being like only in it for himself because this whole storyline where you'd bring in a new bad guy... um, build him up, and then Hogan just beats him. It would kind of like ruin those other guys' brands a lot of times because it's like, oh, well, right. that guy's done. And then he would have to like go to lower circuits and stuff. Right. Whoa. Another reason why wrestlers... This is why Hulk is evil. Well, that, yeah, that's just part one. Another reason why wrestlers don't like Hogan is he also ruined their chance at making a union. Oh, he's a union Oh, buster? and yes. we talked about that in the Vince McMahon episode. Yes. So Hulk was kind of like uh, the Sterling Hayden or, uh, no, who's the other guy? The Elia Kazan of the uh, McCarthyism uh, <laughs> era. games. Cor- yeah. Well, so when Hogan much. was like... Traitor is what big, I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was a sh- big star and he stopped them from well, unionizing? Ba- pretty much. And shout out to Adrian in our Discord who... Mm. Who's got the arms of Hulk Hogan? Yes, and who helped uh, give me some. Adrian's arms are so big. Yes. Yeah. It, they're like. Do they hurt you, Adrian? Carrying them around, Let they're us know. huge. Let us know. Let us know. So, but they look awesome. Yeah, they look great. I, I want arms like that. Me too. I want legs like that. I want legs like Adrian's arms. Me too. Yeah, James. I wish you had a big muscular neck. Thank you. It's one of the nicer things you've ever said to me. Um, so here's how he like ruined the union. Before WrestleMania two, remember Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> oh yeah. Remember that guy. He also had a 
a superstar Billy Graham thing going. Yeah. They all did. They all did. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's weird. Yeah, they all look like Florida boat washers. <laughs> <laughs> they look like a mix between a Florida boat washer and like a dystopian like warrior. Right? <laughs> You're right. It's across the sands of the <laughs> nuclear wasteland. Yeah, mixed with, with the guy like, from Florida. Girls in collars and chains <laughs> dragging behind them, like walking behind them. Yeah. Come on, ladies. We're going to start a new civilization over here. Isn't a dog, the bounty hunter, also a Florida guy? Uh, yeah. I think so. He's, he's got the same yeah. look. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Same look. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, so before WrestleMania two, Jesse the Body Ventura spoke to like the wrestlers involved and was like, "Hey, let's all start a union. You know, this is bullshit. We don't have health care. We don't have a pension. We don't have anything. Let's all like start a union. And it's got to be like they're kind of doing it in secret. And we're going to say we're not going to do this show unless we get a union. And you know, was really gung ho about it. <clears throat> but the next day. Vince McMahon found out about this meeting and he called Jesse and said, I'll fire you if you make this union. And Jesse was upset, but he was kind of pissed off too. Somebody leaked it. And he's like, look, and Jesse, for Jesse, the body Ventura, he had just shot Predator. So he was in the Screen Actors oh, yeah. Guild. So he's like, hey, I got health care. I got money for my retirement. So he's like, whatever, fine. We won't do the union. Anyway, later, Jesse found out that the wrestler who ratted to Vince was Hulk Hogan. Holy Terry shit. Hulk Hogan. Snake Balea. Was in that meeting about the union Boom, and he did, called did. Vince McMahon. Went running to Vince. Why yep. is Hulk a little B word? Well, I can tell you why. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, Jesse was also upset because he was like really good friends with Hulk. Yeah. But betrayed. Jesse also found out that in WrestleMania 3. Hulk Hogan basically made more money than everybody else on the card combined. Not so, fair. of course, Hulk Hogan didn't want a union because that mm. might even the money out a bit. Right. So, Hulk Hogan was getting his. He didn't want everybody else to get theirs. Yeah. He's a little mm, creepy. Yeah. Well, sorry, Brooke, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful how, how he could betray his, his wrestling brothers and sisters. And it's also sad when two gigantic men have a falling out. <laughs> you know? Yeah, two giants. When a giant oh, falls man. in the ring, does it make a sound? Yes, it does. <laughs> I, it is cool being friends with a giant man. My, yeah. my brother's pretty massive, and my brother-in-law is massive. And uh, w- uh, one like holiday a couple years ago, my girlfriend and I went out in Orangeville to a bar with them. Yeah. It's like you're living in another world when you're with these guys. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Like You could do anything. Yeah. My girlfriend spilled a, a beer at the bar, at the bar, mm-hmm. and the bar, the sort of shitty rural bartender was kind of like, you know, giving her attitude. And then my brother-in-law kind of like leaned in, and he totally stopped. It's crazy. Big yeah. giant men—they yeah. have this power. When I walk somewhere with uh, Ian Gordon, oh yeah, our uh, comedian buddy. friend Ian Gordon, yeah, he's a big dude who's a giant. Yep. Um, I basically skip around his legs like a happy little dog. <laughs> But don't you feel like, I mean, this is incredibly pathetic, but yeah. you feel safe. Who's yeah. going to mess with you when you're no, with the I know, Gordon? And you know my friend Derek, too. He's a big guy, too. Derek yeah. is a giant. Same sort of thing. He, we walk into Quiznos, and I'm on his shoulder, and, then he, and he orders his sandwich, and then he looks up at me like I'm a parrot on a pirate's shoulder, <laughs> and he says, and what do you want, little buddy? 
It's really nice. That is. Can nice. I say? Yeah. Speaking to that, when I walk down the street just by myself, mm-hmm. it's interesting. I clock that no one respects me. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, well, everyone hates me. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's because you're not a big dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got to get Mike a big guy friend. I know. No, no, no. Yes. Hey, let us know. Tweet at us at Evil Men no. Pod on Twitter if you're a big guy and you want to hang out with Mike. So it's like a like a Big Brothers thing, except for <laughs> two grown men. All three yes. Evil Men hosts are small guys who constantly bring up what the average penis size is on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Quite bizarre, if you ask me. Quite a theme. Yeah. Well. Mm. Anyway, so Hulk Hogan is—he's like a big mega star. He's on a, a show called The Rock and Wrestling Connection on, on MTV. He's fighting Mr. T in matches. He's got a Saturday morning cartoon. He's on the cover of People. He had a movie, Suburban Commando. Yes, he was the most requested oh, yeah. celebrity of the 1980s for the Make a Wish Foundation. Wow, Suburban Commando uh, also swept the Oscars when it came out. <laughs> Um, imagine being a, a, a terminally ill kid and you're like, I want to meet a powerful, famous union buster. <laughs> <laughs> From Tampa. Um, but Tampa? yeah, Hogan was massive and the, the whole thing of how the WWF took over all the wrestling territories, Hogan was a huge part of that because he was this big giant star. It's awesome. Well, the thing is, is you can't blame someone for being a star. And if you want to start a union, then maybe you're just jealous. You, you raise a, a good point. Say, and this can be applied to a, the factory floor <laughs> as well. Maybe the guy who's the best. The foreman at, is a star. Yeah, the foreman's a star, and you're trying to take you know take the limelight away from him. You better look in the mirror and ask yourself some questions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You need to learn about why you're so jealous of the foreman. And, and he was <laughs> Hulk Hogan's. This was like the '80s, right? With yep. Reagan, uh, Hogan's whole brand was like all American. And looking back, his main like uh, opponents were like the Iron Sheik, who was like yep. Iranian, yeah. and then Nikolai Volkov, Nikolai who was Volkov. also Andre the Giant, who was French. America hated France. Yeah, yeah. but Andre the Giant and Hogan had a weird. The on they again, were friends at again. first. Were they? Yeah. Okay. Oh, because you mm-hmm. watched wrestling. They as would a turn kid. on each other that. every mm-hmm. now and then. Right. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't Hulk yeah, Hogan when Mike a... was growing up, he loved wrestling and musicals. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> no, no, that was later. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just joking. Um, didn't Hogan I do know and that you know Macho Man Randy Savage have a tag team for a while? I think they did. That Elizabeth managed? Uh, and, and then they there was some sort of Oh, I think Hulk them. Hogan had sex with Elizabeth or something. Uh, wouldn't shock me. You'll find out why. What were they called, though? The anyway, the something connection or something. I think I brought this up. But I'm just oh, our listeners are going to get mad. Oh, I know. Wrestling. I Sorry. think Randy Macho Man Savage was the best. He, he was, was cool. so awesome. Oh my god! Also Italian. Randy, really? right? Randy Poffo. Yeah. Randy Macho Man Savage released a rap song. Yeah. Called "Be a Man Hogan," and it's really <laughs> worth looking up. It's like "Be a Man Hulk." Be a man, Hogan. And then it's like rapping and he raps at how like Hulk didn't show up to a charity event and stuff. It's pretty good. <laughs> nice. Uh, so in the early 90s, um, there were like rumors that everybody on in wrestling was on steroids, which I'm sure is true. And Hogan went on the Arsenio Hall show ooh, 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 uh, to deny the allegations. But uh, it was oh, still a lot of fun episode. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I swear to God, I think I remember it. But I could be wrong. Yeah, I watched Arsenio as much as I could. I, I did. was like really young. It was yeah. on Channel 47. Yeah. 
<laughs> Channel 47, Cable 4. So to, to put those rumors to rest, he told Arsenio, like, no. Yeah. Never shot steroids. No way. No way, Hulkamaniacs. As his, as I the, never shot steroids. As the microphone <laughs> picked up the sound of his testicles shrinking and his hair falling out and his heart getting a weird uh, problem. <laughs> but as we learned from uh, Jose Canseco, the shaft remains the same length, even better sometimes. Yeah. Right. So whatever. Um, so due to the intense scrutiny, he, he did have to take a bit of a leave of absence, Hulk. But uh, <gasps> Hulk, are you okay? Yeah, but... Um, in 1994, Hulk jumped from the WWF to the WCW, the sort of main rival. Yes. Um, Jimmy Mal- uh, Jimmy Hart, the mouth of the South, was his manager, if you remember that guy. Yeah. This, he's got a his off like this and he had sunglasses on. And a megaphone. And is this when, because I believe WWF owned the rights to the name Hulk Hogan, is this where he, when he became Hollywood Hogan? No, I don't think. Because I think he jumped as Hulk Hogan. It, oh. it was two years later that he became Hollywood Hulk. <laughs> Hollywood Hulk. So um, it was 96, okay. and Hogan made a full heel turn, which mm. I don't like. I mean, he's Hulk Hogan. He's not yeah. Hollywood Hulk. But when it was him versus Randy Savage, and I think I might have still been watching at that age, it was hard for me. Cause me Because he didn't too. want Randy to be the bad guy. Yeah. So Hulk was always kind of pushing the line there. I in guess. In my opinion. But you're right. He fully became a bad guy. Because the old Hulk. And like, then this wasn't, was that when Stone Cold Steve Austin was the he, good guy and fought him or something? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, okay. Maybe. We have hardcore wrestling fans that listen to this. Yeah. I'm sure we'll hear about it. But then. I do remember like uh, the WrestleMania in Toronto, I think WrestleMania 6, and it was yeah. Hulk Hogan against the Ultimate Warrior. And Hulk Hogan yeah. is like the, you know, he's like your the main good guy. And yeah, he goes to WCW and he wears these black shades. He's wearing black clothes. He grew a black beard and he started being known as Hollywood Hogan, and, part of the new world order. And he changed oh, yeah. his, uh, his motto uh, to uh, train hard, take your vitamins and say your prayers to the devil. Right. And he encouraged children to, to worship <laughs> Satan. Probably did. <laughs> worship Satan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't take vitamins. He, he also said eat candy. Eat candy, (laughs) murder people, and worship the devil. Yeah. Eat candy, murder people, and be an atheist. Yeah. How are we supposed to know what's out there? Atheist Hogan was his other character. How are we supposed to know what's really out there? (laughs) Hogan did go back to WWF still as a heel and uh, kind of bounced around. Like He kept joining WWF, leaving, going back. But I also think he became a heel because he was like... his. He was past his prime. He had expired. Yeah. So it's hard to be a hero getting older and older. Like yeah. people were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like he had to switch it up. Well, let's uh, get into an, uh, something other than his career. Personal for, for life. A minute. Uh, you guys, what do you think about the topic of sex? I love it. Oh, listeners can't see, but my I'm I immediately started blushing when you said that. Um, I'm willing to discuss it, but yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. Well, a Mr. Hulk Hogan had sex. and What? Not in the ring, though. N- no. Close, though, right? But we know that he did because there was a tape of him having sex. Right. That went on the internet. Yeah. Right? But uh, can I interject? Please. Didn't he, like, eat too much or something? <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll yes. get to that. 
So in 2012, a sex tape featuring Hulk Hogan and a woman named Heather Clem appeared online. Mm-hmm. Heather was the wife of a famous Tampa-based <laughs> shock jock named Bubba the Love Sponge. Yeah. Um, so I've seen this video. Have you guys yeah. seen it? No, you showed it. No, you... No, you showed us the video of Bubba <laughs> talking about it. Yeah. He's like, uh, everyone's saying you filmed Hogan having sex with your wife, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I did. I filmed Hogan having sex with my wife, but, you know. Um, I've seen the the tape, and yes, the, uh, the thing that's <clears throat> stuck in my mind the most was him before having sex, <laughs> saying like, oh, God, I ate too much pasta or something. Yeah. It's, like, I'm fat. it's very bloated. not. I feel fat as a pig. I, I actually yeah. think he might have said that after. Really? I okay. think they had sex, and then Hogan's like, oh, God, I feel sick. I ate too much pasta. And so had in the sex. video, you're seeing a very bloated, <laughs> stuffed man having sex with his friend's wife. Yeah, it's certainly not, you know, it's not exactly basic instinct. You know what I no, mean? It's no, not no. very erotic. Although that scene in the Hogan sex tape <laughs> where he uncrosses his legs and yes. goes, oh, I ate too much ravioli. And you see his penis and butthole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway... The video, you do? <laughs> yeah, you do. The same you shot. You see Hogan's butthole. No. Why is like, God? Why is like, Michael Jackson becomes this crazy fucking pedophile. Yeah. Bill Cosby becomes an insanely twisted rapist. Yep. And Hulk Hogan, you see his balls and butthole. Like the '80s just got just flipped making- on its. <laughs> Fucking head. I was just making that up. You Do don't, you? You don't really see his Okay. <laughs> but it's true, though. Like, we grew up with all these heroes that have, like, the darkest, <laughs> sickest turn of events in their fucking lives. I kind of think becoming really famous ruins you. Yeah, but when we were kids, we didn't know. We just looked up to them as, like, such heroes. Yeah. But you don't see his butthole? I don't think you... And it's a no. little blurry, too. No, you don't see okay, his, okay. anything, yeah, really. Okay. But... In the video, <clears throat> so it starts with Hogan and Heather Clem in this bedroom, and it's all like clearly on a hidden camera, and Bubba the Love Sponge is talking to them, and he's basically like, all right, you guys do your thing, and I'm going to be down the hall in, the, in my office. And then they have sex, and uh, Hulk Hogan says this was taped without his knowledge or consent. Mm. Hulk Hogan told Howard Stern that he slept with Heather, um, with Bubba the Love Sponge's blessing and encouragement. And Hogan said he was so burnt out from the trauma of his own divorce that he finally gave in to the relentless come-ons from Heather. And, you know, he was he just stopped by the house to, to say hello, and Heather tempted him. And he said, I was depressed. I gave up and gave in. I felt like those people loved me. Yeah, but I saw an interview sad. with Bubba the Love Sponge on Howard Stern, and he said the opposite. He, although he, I think he maybe just is into that and was embarrassed, but he's like, Howard Stern was like, uh, why'd you let Hulk Hogan have sex with your wife? And Bubba the Love Sponge was like, man, he, I was just tired. He was always asking me and bugging me to do it, and eventually I went, fine, man. You know, like you do when someone asks you to have sex with your wife. A friend. Yeah. yeah. You get tired after a while and you just go, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're still my friend. But, you know, it's just his thing. I guess Bubba yeah. just, he likes to watch. But uh, so Bubba testified that he did burn the video to a DVD and wrote Hogan on it and put it in a desk drawer. <laughs> Fine, I guess I'll burn the video onto a DVD. <laughs> Fine, I'm so tired. I'll just burn this MP4 file onto this DVD and put it in my desk drawer. Um, so was there a lawsuit because there, it went online? 
There, there was, there oh, was. Well, this uh, ruined the whole uh, Gawker. Gawker, absolutely. So, right? in 2012, uh, Gawker editor AJ Delario um, published a two-minute clip of the video, including mm. some sexually explicit activity. And I rem- that's where I saw it on Gawker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Gawker got it from Bubba's desk drawer. <laughs> yeah, somehow. Uh, and Gawker used to be really, I guess, like borderline, un- like well, I guess unethical. Like well, they would Gawker, do all sorts of shit. Didn't Gawker bust uh, Rob Ford? They did. Didn't they break that yep, story? They did. They yeah, did. So I mean, I think Toronto Star people were working on right, it, but right. they like mm-hmm. first revealed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, Hogan sued Gawker. And the jury awarded him $115 million. Oh, right. And he, his lawyers were funded by Peter Thiel? Yes. Because he had a bee in his bonnet with Gawker? Yes. Um, well, actually, Hogan sued Gawker. And Hogan sued Gawker. Uh, well, I'll go to what you were saying, Mike. Yes. Hogan's legal fees were paid by a billionaire named Peter Thiel, or Thiel, who was a co-founder of PayPal. And uh, he... Uh, Gawker published an article in 2007 outing Peter Thiel as gay. Right, 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 right. So this, yeah, basically put Gawker into bankruptcy and ended pretty much ended the site. I know it's up again. Uh, yeah. Shout out Sarah Haggy. Oh, yeah. Past it, guest and also brilliant genius Sarah Haggy uh, writes really funny, good articles yeah, for Gawker. Yeah, we're going to get her back on. Yeah. So that's the whole sex tape kerfuffle. Uh, and there's one other thing that is quite bad as well. Okay. <clears throat> um, so Hogan, you know, he's back in the WWF in 2014. So still he's quite old and he's still sort of... Still at it. Right, right. But he, uh, during this time, uh, a tape emerged of Hulk Hogan using a racial slur. And uh, it was made public by the National Enquirer. And uh, Hogan was having a conversation about his daughter dating a rapper. And when I say blank, that's when Hogan used the N-word, just to be clear. So here's what Hogan said. And I know Brooke. And you know Brooke Hogan. (laughs) Quote, just to be clear, everybody. (laughs) And and it's interesting, too, because what Hogan said... She's my friend. Even racial slur aside, he does make it pretty unambiguous as to right. some things. So here's what Hogan says. Quote, I mean, I am a racist <laughs> to a point. Fucking blank. And he also says, quote, I mean, I'd rather if she was going to fuck some blank, I'd rather her marry an eight foot tall blank worth a hundred million dollars like a basketball player. Well, that's actually weirdly worse than just saying blank. Do you know what I mean? It just adds so much extra like evil to explaining it. Explaining yeah. why, you know. And you yeah. can't really walk that's... that back or say like, no, no, no. I was yeah, taking out I, of context. I literally yeah. said, I am a racist. <laughs> Uh, but I'm not. That's I'm insane. Gonna go, you can't follow that up with like, I really got to do some reflection. It just shows you how like some of those Tampa Bay boat washers, like <laughs> it just shows you how steadfast they are in these like despicable uh, views that it's just so natural for them to talk about well, it. You like know, that. it's funny you say that, Chris, because that's kind of how Hogan explained it away. So he was fired by the WWF and he, and he apologized and he kind of blamed it on his rough upbringing and growing up in this rough part of Tampa. And like he, you know, his upbringing messed him up and all this. 
But uh, I think the apology kind (laughs) kind of worked. Listen, in the Irish community I grew up in, (laughs) this word is used all the time. Uh, It kind of worked. And in 2018, he was hired back by the WWE. And uh, he's wrestled as recently as 2021. Holy shit. (laughs) How old is he now? He is um, 69, 70. He's born in 53, so I guess he's... Almost 70. Almost 70. I actually thought he was older. Have you guys seen his recent... Matches like is he moving a little slower? And does he have a diaper under his <laughs> wrestling underwear? I would honestly love to see the 2021 Hulk Hogan wrestling match when he was 68. 68. That seems like the, <laughs> that seems like when a wrestler is is just right. You know, they know everything. Yeah. Like they're they know so much about wrestling at that point. Yeah, they must be so good. You know, that's the thing. Like wrestling is like a skill that you're always trying, constantly trying to master. You're, you're never trying to do- learn as much as. Yeah, you're never done. You do get better the closer <laughs> to death you get. <laughs> Did you? I I didn't really write anything down about his reality show with Brooke Hogan. What was I it called? The know. Hogans? Or I can't talk about shit? it because she's a friend of mine. Oh yeah, yeah, right. We were on an episode of Scare Tactics, so I don't want to like besmirch yeah. Brooke, but that was during that era when there was like she also the wanted Osbournes. to be a pop star, right? That's right. Yeah, she released. An album or something or some songs? Yeah. Yeah. Your friend. Your friend Brooke. <laughs> yeah. My big friend Brooke. She was way taller than me. Really? She was big like the Hulk. Well, we oh, know you, you like that. We know you like that. Chris. <laughs> I, mean, I never said nothing. <laughs> Check no, out the no, Mel Gibson no, episode, no. I think, if you want to hear yeah. Chris's thoughts on that. Um, so I like tall women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's nothing wrong with that. That's well, Hulk? Pretty much it. It's weird. Like, he's not fucking that evil but he's also like not awesome i know it's it's i mean he's sort of the union thing and the racism is the worst like wanting to have sex with some dorky ass friend's wife is kind of whatever (laughs) after you ate pasta after you ate pasta though that's yeah i know uh he more seems like he sucks rather than he's like a pure evil man it's pretty evil to eat a huge meal of pasta before fucking though i think right your friend's wife yeah on Howard Stern, like, Howard Stern posed to Bubba the Love Sponge, like, because Bubba the Love Sponge loved wrestling, and he idolized Hulk Hogan, so Howard Stern was like, did you basically just want your childhood idol to have sex with your wife? Uh, Howard's a good interviewer. You got to give it to him. You know, he was really <laughs> he asking is. these tough questions. Yeah. Howard the Love Sponge. Yeah. Yeah. With his How- jet black hair. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Robin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How tall are you? <laughs> <laughs> How uh, tall are you, Robin? Does that sound like it? <laughs> yeah, that's I'm always not bad. every not episode. Bad. I'm trying to find <laughs> Howard Stern. Can you do it? You I, did I a good th- one. I don't, I don't think my voice can go that deep. How tall are you, Robin? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, because you you know what? You can't do it low. You have to boom and project yes. like he does, and then you find you it a bit like more. This. Yeah, like hey, would you ride that Sibian? Ride that Sibian <laughs> over there. I, yeah, Robin, ride the Sibian. <laughs> Howard would would never ask Robin. Ron, no, he would, he, they got a contract. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they got an agreement. Maybe, but he would ask Jackie the Joke Man Martling to ride the Sibian. If yeah. you remember that yeah. guy, right? Or right. Artie Lang, great writer, great humorist. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Mike, any chance you could bring the evil evilometer out for me? 
Sure. This going to be one second to bring out the... Evilometer. Oh, look at it. It's wearing a, a yellow Hulkamania shirt. Aww. It's ripping it off. Hey. He's got all chips and and wires under his shirt. Aww. Yes. And he's um, oh, he's cupping his hand to his ear oh. and going like as if they, he needs to hear the audience uh, cheer for him. Yeah, like Hulk Hogan Aww. used to do. I love this thing. And now he's saying something. Oh God! Don't say that word. Oh, evilometer. Well, um, why don't we <laughs> like move on from the evilometer's bad behavior and uh, bad evilometer? Yeah, give some scores. Yeah, Chris, you want to go first? Hmm. Maybe we should play a bit of music under this segment. Uh, Hulk Hogan, four. Yeah, that's a good one. Four because racism is up there at the top. Yep. And like unapologetically racist. And then, you know. Quite outrageously. Outrageously. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so that bumps him up to four no matter what. Then yeah. I would say the union busting and screwing over all of your friends and betraying them and st- backstabbing them. Mm. And then bothering your friend for every, forever and ever to pork his wife yeah. while you're like fat and bloated and like probably full of pasta. No greens. No greens at all. No fruit, I bet. You're Nothing just to just make that pasta move through. Shooting <laughs> No water. I bet you didn't drink yeah. water with dinner. There's no way. I bet he didn't. Yeah. And, he, so, and also, so doing that to... So he finally relents and says, fine, fuck my wife, whatever. Mm-hmm. The wife, who we haven't talked about that much, her side of things is like... This big hunk of shit just fucked me, like groaning because he's all bloated and shit. So her life is not good. In I that wonder moment. if she was attracted to Hulk, or was it more about she might have been getting but off that her husband's sound. watching, yeah, or yeah. I don't know. We don't know her side of the story, but I would say if she's pretty much like a you know an even keeled, reasonable person, that yeah. maybe that situation would suck. I mean, maybe, if she's yeah. if she's attracted to Bubble the Love Sponge, she's probably attracted to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> maybe, maybe she likes right. bloated, depressed, divorced guys. Yeah, it's not like Bubble the Love Sponge hasn't uh, had bloated, groaning, uncomfortable sex with her <laughs> millions of times before. Four. That would be so embarrassing to have that come out. If you're Bubba or yeah. Hulk or anything. Um, I'll go next. I think Chris is dead on. I'll give him a 3.2. Um, you know, I'm curious to hear ruckus. That could affect the score. But <laughs> Probably I, make I, it go up. Yeah, or or, 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 down, or down, down. Or down if they're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I kind of echo Chris's sentiments uh, myself. Mike, what yeah. say you? Now, the original sin of um, pretending to be Irish yeah. He's unforgivable. Yeah. Oh, shit, good call. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's an Italian-American. He should admit it. To millions of children, myself included, and you two, mm-hmm. we grew up under the impression that he was Irishman. Yeah, that is actually really bad. That is pretty bad. That's up there with murder and other things. Yeah. Um, that's bad. Uh, the movies Suburban Commando and Mr. Nanny are pretty bad, so that's... I forgot about Mr. Nanny. Mr. Nanny. I remember just the VHS cover of him wearing a pink tutu. Yeah. That's hilarious. It that is, hilarious. is funny, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, um, I don't really... It seems like the sleeping with his friend's wife was like 
probably consen- it was consensual. Yeah, it was yeah. consensual. Um, so so that wasn't yeah, like yeah. necessarily bad. It was just oh, an the, interesting story. The being bloated yeah. and gross part is evil. Yeah, because he yeah. could have had an accident because he was so full of. Um, he could have farted. He could have <laughs> farted. <laughs> That's evil. <laughs> 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 on top of the farting is man, mankind's um, nothing's worse than having sex with a, a farter, a person yeah. being fully bloated and farting, every and sweating and just being so uncomfortable and trying to maintain your erection because no blood is getting down there. It's all in your stomach trying to trying to digest pasta fagioli or ravioli. And uh, the blood's like, what? I gotta go to this fucking steroid-ass dick and try to like have a fart propel me into the vagina. <laughs> It's the worst. A bald man with like strands of yellow cheese hair and like a mustache made out of a craft single slice. And he's going, Oh, I'm so bloated. Open your legs. Oh, God. It's the worst. It's like having sex with like a pig. <laughs> a giant boar. You gotta figure he didn't brush his teeth or take a mint after eating. He didn't either. give a oh. fuck. He probably had shit in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not good. Uh, I guess we'll never know. We didn't see his butthole. But. <laughs> Add to that mankind's uh, disease of racism. Wait, mankind is. Oh, I thought you had the rest. <laughs> no. Add to add to this Hulk Hogan's racism that he. He sort of brushes off as like, I don't know. I guess I was brought up to be racist. Yeah. Um, you got to understand, when I'm racist, it's just because I'm racist. <laughs> let me be clear. I'm racist. <laughs> let me be perfectly racist. Yeah, let me be perfectly racist here. I'm racist. Even those guys in Charlottesville didn't just say, I'm racist. It's like dog. There's no dog whistle. <laughs> it's like, I'm racist. Yeah, like, yeah. The reason I said blank is because I'm racist. Oh, blank. okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to give him a uh, five. Okay. Yeah. I like that we're all kind of feeling it, like we're all in the same ballpark, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, same it's ballpark. Like, he's, he more, like yeah. I said, I think he sucks, but he's not. He's not. The same like ballpark, evil. but there's a good taste. There's a good taste. Uh, we all have our little taste of it. And the union busting also sucks. Yeah. 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 How could you do that to Randy Macho Man Savage and uh, Jesse the Body Venture? Jimmy Superfly Snooker. I hear that George the Animal Rick Steel. Rude. Yeah. George the Animal Steel broke down in tears. And he said, pro- I, What about solidarity? Yeah. Mm. You know? Well, did. <laughs> <laughs> Did he rip off Brutus the Barber beefcake? I mean, I guess he fucked over everybody Fuck. because, you know, they... And no we, we learned in the Vince McMahon episode, these wrestlers, they basically use up their bodies, their bodies get destroyed, yeah. and then they don't have health care, they don't have a pension, they're yeah. just kind of fucked. Then they become So it's stand-ups. pretty bad. They become stand-ups and tour. Yeah. yeah. Jake the Snake. Jake uh, the, oh my God, Foley. I love Jake the Snake. Yeah, Mick Foley, Mick I think he Foley. did all right. 
Yeah, yeah. He became Mick a Foley. But Jake the yeah. Snake did not. The Rock? I saw the movie. It was good. What one? I don't know. It was about Jake the Snake. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Diamond, what's his name? Page. Dallas Page. Dallas Page is trying to get him into this. He, or he fixed his life with this yoga program. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's cool. That's Beyond half the, mat? the, that's half the yeah. theme. What? Beyond the Mat. I think that's right. I think you're right, yeah. I, I, don't, I, I do not see Jake the Snake Roberts <clears throat> doing yoga. And here, like, but he was sober. Like, he did every drug. Like, I think he might have been on crack. And, oh, yeah. But here's the thing. A shout out to some of our friends and fans. Uh, Dan Tamizian and Andy Appel, especially Andy is on the Discord. Uh, they work for the show Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, cool. So when you're in the Discord and you go into the wrestling section, uh, I believe, can I blow up your spot? I don't know. That's Andy with all the uh, behind-the-scenes background. They they work on the show. I didn't know that. So we got some hardcore wrestling fans in in the Evil Men Patreon and as listenership. Yeah, it's very nice. I haven't watched wrestling really since I was a kid, but I do always like to know that whenever I can learn about the storylines or any of that, I still always want to know. I'm like yeah. curious of what the characters are and all that. It is like funny. Also, I think Dylan Gott, our, our stand-up comedian friend, is a huge uh, wrestling fan. Yeah, a lot And of has a podcast are. about it. So oh. look up Dylan Gott. Yeah. And right. hilarious stand-up. Well, thanks, James, for walking us through yeah, thanks, the... James. My pleasure. It was the fun. life of uh, uh, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> that's us getting into the ring but we should have done that in the beginning yeah um anyone else can i say something sure uh i have a if you're in canada i have a stand-up special out on crave tv right now if you have a subscription to crave why wouldn't you they got all the hbo shows uh they got showtime shows um sometimes they make canadian content and some of that canadian content right now is my stand-up special called Chris Locke, Captain Bones. And a lot of people have been sending me nice messages about it, so thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And I think it's really psycho. It's probably one of the most psycho things on there, except for maybe some of the scenes in The Sopranos and Game of Thrones. But <laughs> yeah, my stand-up incest special... Incest in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, Sopranos, they blow people away and yeah. get rid of their bodies. Yeah. But yeah, if you haven't seen uh, my stand-up special, Captain Bones, check it out. And if you haven't seen The Sopranos, what what are you even doing listening to this? Well, Chris, you might want to direct that second point to the guy over there because Mike does not watch The Sopranos. I want to. Not good enough. I finally did it all in one hit over the winter holidays. Right. And we were also in a fucking lockdown again. Remember that? In 2021? 2022? crossover lockdown oh god yeah but yeah uh, it's worth it oh i'll check it out and it's I'll more check than out, worth it i'll check out your special because i don't have crave at the moment but i'm gonna i'm working on it so we're gonna get it also to my Welcome. our american and uk friends and maybe australia friends i'm gonna get a vimeo link and i'm just gonna fucking start sharing it because i want people to see it no matter what get it out there yeah you're you know I can't wait to see it myself. I'm a crave crave guy, and I'm gonna watch it because yeah. you're you're Chris is one of the best stand ups, no doubt about Absolutely. it. Absolutely, but you guys have seen me do stand up a lot. It's okay, no rush, guys. Hmm. Well, well, that uh, seems to me like it was another great episode of.
podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 